Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me as always, Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer, and Dave Schofield, the other co-editor. Teased it at the end of part one. Here we are in part two. Okay. Do the Steelers secretly know what they're doing? <laughs> I shouldn't say secretly. <laughs> Do they know what they're doing? Um, because that the title of this episode is, do they have an ace up their sleeve? Do they secretly are these moves that they're making, although we're finding ourselves scratching our heads, are the Steelers sitting back saying it's all going according to plan? What do you think, Brian? I got to think they do. You, you know, I'm. they were planning for this whole thing. They knew this week was going to be about signing their own guys that they could bring back and then wait until possibly the end of the week or week two to maybe find room to bring somebody back in. That means, is there an extension coming? Is there something else coming? You know, uh, like Dave's meme that he put out, you get an extension, you get an extension, everybody gets an extension, Oprah's going crazy, given the extensions. So um, they have not they have not hired Oprah as the new GM, the assistant <laughs> GM yet, so that hasn't happened. What I'm saying is, I think this is they've known they were going to be in this situation for a long time. So they right now they have the card that they played was the three of hypocycloids because they brought three guys back so far. That's the card that they've played. There might be an ace up there and there might be breaking news podcast next week, in the next couple of days all over the editorial side. where like, this happened, stop the presses. And that's what we're looking for. Is it going to happen? It's a possibility, 
but I think they're comfortable with whatever plan that they're not sharing. Okay, Dave, you think they have a ace up their sleeve here in this poker game? I just love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I couldn't help it. You know, love it. Um, got got to go with the sorry. Um, there's a plan, and the, and that's what drives Steelers fans crazy is is that we don't know the plan. I think Michael Beck has been screaming the plan for a little bit. He's like, the Steelers are just sitting back. You know, they're just waiting. They're you ever watch Shark Tank? Yeah, you guys. I they're pull, they're that. pulling a Mark Cuban. How many times does he just sit back and he just listens and let everyone else do their thing? And he just listens and let them do their thing. And then all of a sudden he says, he jumps in. He's like, I'm going to give you this for this right now. You say yes or, or, or I'm out. Yeah. Yes. Boom. And he jumps in and he, I mean, the Steelers are sitting back and, you know, letting everyone spend all their money. And then there's going to be people left. And the Steelers have never been out there going, getting the big name, high price person. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, even though he's even though he's my Twitter buddy now, I didn't know Stephen Nelson until the Steelers signed him. And, and that's the biggest free agent contract they've ever done. You know, so that's and look at how it paid off. Now, they've also had plenty of others that haven't. You know, it was one year ago today that I had to duck out of the show because we got the news of Brian's guy, Stefan Wisniewski, signing with the Steelers. If you remember mm-hmm. that, that was the, the that was that was then. So it doesn't always work out, but that's kind of what they do. And right now, I kind of mentioned this in an article today. Right now, we're kind of looking at at, at this whole offseason, which is a full-length feature film, and we are right now looking at a still shot. You know, we are right here, and it looks like, you know, and of course we, we're we hitting it right in the middle of that of, of the plot there when oh no, that's your that's your that's your point of no return, and you know, in your and in, in your story outline, and things are looking so terrible. But that's all we're sitting at right now. And I'm and yes, it's not like I'm being the eternal optimist that I think, oh, they're going to turn it around. They, they're going to make moves. We'll see if they end up working out or not. And I have no clue what they're going to be. You know, uh, on my Let's Ride podcast, I had a little rant at the beginning that's going to run tomorrow, Friday morning. And I said, there's always a three-step process for the Steelers in free agency. Step one is strategic early moves. This is not, we're going to be the highest bidder for specific big-name players. They always go out and they get the players that they have targeted, that they want. We might not understand why, uh, uh, <laughs> Derek Watt. Anyways, um, the, he was a day-one signing. Steven Nelson was a day-one signing. And then this this year, it was Cam Sutton. And they clearly knew who they wanted to go get, and they went and got him. And whether that's they felt they couldn't afford Mike Hilton, no one knows. And so that's step one is they make strategic moves. You can include banner into those strategic moves. Step two is they sit back and watch like Dave said, like Brian said, they're going to be patient and they're going to see how these things kind of come together. And then they step three is then they pounce on those players that they think are going to be able to make an impact that aren't going to break the bank. So that's that. Um, I, I think right now we're still in step two. They're still sitting back, wait, you know, waiting till everything goes and, and see how it goes from there. So, okay, they might have an ace up their sleeve. And they also might know what they're talking about too, okay? Keep that in mind, fans. Let's talk about the players that they did retain or bring back. Uh, we've talked a lot in the first segment about the players that are gone, who they're going to miss the most. Who's going to have a bigger impact? Well, actually, before we go there, 
Let me ask you the same question I started the show with. Which of these players coming back, we'll say Wormley, Banner, and Sutton. I'm not going to count Finney. Which one of these players surprised you the most? I think we all know who it's going to be. But, Brian, which one surprised you the most? I'm actually going to say that Sutton surprised me more than Wormley did. Really? Yeah. Because as soon as Alu Alu was gone, I'm thinking, okay, they'll they'll probably look towards Wormley. That's what I was thinking. But, you know, I just did not... I thought Sutton was going to try to uh, pull in as much as he possibly could. He's a young player that has seen a lot of the field, and he's the kind of guy that uh, some teams are going to throw money at with the promise of him, you know, starting full time and, and making an impact. We've seen this with offensive linemen in the past couple of years, Chris Hubbard, um, Finney last year, Finney didn't, didn't really work out for the Seattle Seahawks. Filer this year getting three years, 21 million. So when those things happen, they're like, all right, we bring them in, have them start full time. Well, I know Filer started full time last year, but guys like Hubbard never really did. Finney never really did. So people are looking at players like that. And I thought Sutton was going to be earmarked to, to uh, get a lot more money than he actually did. I thought him coming back and the money that he came back for 4.5 was kind of a bargain. What about you, Dave? Which one surprised you the most? Um, Yeah, it was Wormley. Because I mean, it's funny because after the fact, I'm like, well, the fact that they didn't, they couldn't keep Alawalu, I guess that makes sense. Um, so it wasn't shocking, but I would say out of those, I was not, I, you know, how unsurprised I was with Zach Banner, so much so that I had the, how many days did I have that article written, waiting, waiting for him? And honestly, I have another one ready to go. I still say they're going to bring back Jordan Dangerfield because it's what they, it's what they do. Um, that one's not going to shock me either. I was surprised they got the Sutton deal done when they did. Honestly, that one that one was a little bit, you know, I I don't know why that one surprised me when it came out when it did. Was I I just I didn't think that was going to be, you know, the news. So it I wasn't surprised they had to they had to do everything they could to keep one of those guys, um, and that's why I was surprised because I thought they might let it play out and see who they could get, you know. But I guess maybe when I, I don't see that there was. Do you think they offered both corners a deal? That's a good question. Or they might think, have. Or do you think Hilton, as soon as, or you know, it was a, or it was a, it was a Mike Wallace Antonio Brown thing. That as soon as the one got the money, then the other one was done. You know what I'm saying? So they they might have they might have said, hey, this is the best we can do. Yeah, we're they gonna might have said, to sign other people, and then Hilton might have said, "I'm going to test the waters." In which case, they probably respect that, and then he goes Sutton, to and Sutton said, "I got it," and I'll take it. Then Hilton is gone. So, not, not none were overly shocking. Okay, what well, we'll will be shocking is if they paid a lot for Wormley. That would be shocking because I don't think they should have had to pay too much. Yeah, I would be. I would be shocked if they paid him a lot. But let me ask you this question: We'll start with you, Brian. Of the players back. So the three, Sutton, Banner, and Wormley, which will have the biggest impact in 2021? Wow. They all could have an impact, but if one of them is going to have the biggest impact, it's going to have to be Zach Banner 
because if he is starting and we don't know where they're going, who they're going to put a left tackle yet, but I think there are a lot of people are assuming it's been claimed that the next left tackle of the Pittsburgh Steelers, if big Al Villanueva is not back and we don't, that's a guy we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about what he's doing and that's been crazy as well as Connor and Juju, but a lot of people don't expect big Al to come back and it looks like he's going to be the left tackle. So he's going to be the guy that is going to have to step up more than anybody, you know, manning Ben's blindside. What about you, Dave? Which one will be the, have the biggest impact? It was the same three guys as we were breaking from before, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Just making sure I didn't catch that wrong. Uh, I agree with Brian. It's going to be Zach Banner. Um, just because right now he is your best tackle. I mean, don't right now. I thought I thought Okorafor played well last but, season, but, but who won the job? But who yeah. hasn't who hasn't played more than a half of a, a two quarters as a starter? But we've seen a lot at, from the Chukes. I know, but also think of this: How did the Steelers do stuff? Even when someone comes back from injury, oh, they go back yeah, in ahead. Yeah. Look at yeah. Matt Filer and Kevin Dodson in the playoffs. Okay, so. The, the Steelers, until Banner shows that he couldn't do it because of the injury, I think if you if you were just doing overall tackle depth chart, they would have Banner first right now with who they have. But I also think Cam Sutton, the thing with him this year, it's going to see how they're going to adjust the secondary um, to see who's going to play exactly where. And that's the only question I have for him. Not that I don't think they'll do a good job uh, or that I – it all depends if they put him in the right situation still, like they've managed to do in the past. And the only way you can do that is if you have all the right personnel to do that. I'm not saying to put him back where he was. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they have a lot to work out and they still got to figure out who their personnel is. I'm going to go with Sutton because I think he has some big shoes to fill. Uh, Banner, I think will be okay. I think he's going to have an impact obviously, but I think Sutton's going to have, we know how the Steelers love to use their sub packages on defense, and he's going to have a lot put on him more so than he ever has. Let's do a little bold prediction. Here's what we're predicting. Bold prediction. We want it to be accurate, so we're not talking about Le'Veon Bell's rapping career, Brian, or Bougie Smith-Schuster at this point. <laughs> oh, man. I can't, can't. <laughs> Juju can't go. you got to sign Juju so, just so I can have Bougie back. Okay. I want you to predict what is the next Steelers transaction. So it doesn't have to be the player that they cut or extend or pick up. What is the next Pittsburgh Steelers transaction? What is your bold prediction? And be specific. Like, don't say, well, they're going to extend somebody. Well, no kidding. But who, who is it going to be? So, Brian, are you ready or do you want Dave to go first? Go, let Dave go first. Let me Dave. see on this a little bit. Okay. According to my numbers. <laughs> According to my calculator. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> The Steelers are approximately $4.3 million under the salary cap, but that does not include B.J. Finney or Chris Wormley because those numbers haven't been announced. Okay? So it's not like they have the money to go out and sign the next guy really big. Um, For that to be it, oh, man, I'm torn between two. I'm torn between two. Uh, you know what? I'm going to... As much as I want to say the E word, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my gut. They are going to sign somebody. They're going to sign Jordan Dangerfield. Okay. There you They're go. They're going to bring back their special teams captain and do that. And it's going to be not flashy. And the Steeler fans are going to be like, oh, this is all we're doing. And then they're going to start getting going. 
What about you, Brian? Have you stewed on it enough? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go crazy here. I'm just going to go off the rails. You could throw in the the big WWM to me with what money. You can go ahead and throw that. They make a signing. And that signing comes from the New England Patriots in the form of center David Andrews. Oh, that would be awesome. Didn't he just sign with somebody? No, I don't think so. I know. I was just messing with Brian. No. No. Um, It's a bold statement. That's my Vinny Vega. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go a little um, not so bold. Um, But this is something I wrote an article for Wednesday night on the website. And it was, I see that the Baltimore Ravens are cutting LJ Ford. And I said, I don't know what it is. And I wrote the article, not because we had to, because really it was a a hundred percent purely speculation article. My dad calls me today and says, what's that linebacker? They sound like, dad, did you read the article? I said, they could sign him if he was, if they (laughs) won him. I said, they didn't say they did sign him, but anyways, I could see them bringing back LJ Ford. And if you think if they were to get him, even on the cheap, he was due 2.25, I think, million from Baltimore. And they decided to cut ties with him to create some space. If they could sign him for less than that even and get him for like a two-year deal, my gosh, it would definitely lessen the blow of losing Vince Williams. And you would have an inside linebacker rotation if you wanted between Spillane, Fort. You don't know if Ulysses Gilbert III is going to be healthy this year. Marcus Allen has flexed down in there a little bit. I think I would hope they want to use Antoine Brooks Jr. a little bit in that box. Um, so we'll see. All, all alongside Devin Bush. Dave, you looks like you're very uh, flummoxed right now. Yeah, I, I am still angered that the Pittsburgh Steelers let LJ Fort go to Philadelphia for it was less than $3 million a year. It was two, was it? Two or two and a half, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, look what we're saying you know, about Alawali right but, now. But it's remember, no, because instead they chose to not let someone go to New England for four million a season, and they brought him back for that in one Anthony Chicolo. That's the one that always will burn my butt. I guess I should say <laughs> is that they could have kept Fort, and instead yeah. they kept. Chicolo. And now I know they don't play the same position. They're both linebackers, but right. they don't play the same position. But I'm like, if you if you had to only keep one, it was I always liked LJ Fort as a stealer. So that's my bold prediction. I think if all of that shoot, if if well, not Jordan Dangerfield's not that great. But I mean <laughs> some people no, I, I no. guess you're right. That was my prediction. I could give you a bold you want a bold one? Give okay, us a bold. my bold one is is a three-year extension for Steven Nelson. Three years. Three, they're adding three years to his to his one year. He'd be with the Steelers for four more years. Um, I think that's a good a good because that'll spread out his cap number from. This and how year. much would that roughly save the Steelers? Oh, well, I had that figured out. It was oh my goodness, it was something like uh, because this year was it nine? Does he have nine million left? He's I'm around to nine, I think. Of of what his base salary is. Yeah. So if you were. I'm, I'm trying to look it up real quick. No, it was eight point eight point two five million. Um, that would be his base salary. So you're, I mean, you're talking about saying you're. Let's say you restructure, it'll be just over seven. But if you spread that out over four years, my my goodness, you know, you're talking that you could you could uh, drop that number. I mean, you could save like five million dollars probably if it's that many years. Yeah, you know, which would be kind of nice. 
It would be. Let's go to uh, Just Me. Gives us another $5. Thank you very much. Uh, says, here's a contribution to our BTSE chat family. Ezra, Kathy, Snowman, Cree, Felicia, and anyone else I missed. Hey, Felicia. I love <laughs> BTSE. Thank you very much for the tip. We all appreciate it. We appreciate mm-hmm. everyone that's in our uh, live chat, every single show. Is this the longest running show now on the, the network, the Steelers preview? Or is yeah. it you and Tony? Brian? No, the Steelers preview – well, actually, well, I wasn't a part of it. It was just, it was just the two of you guys before I hoarded it. Right. On this yeah. show. <laughs> you know what? I, I would actually have to say, Tony and I together, um, doing some sort of post game show, whether it be the Hangover or, or when it was the post game show, it would probably be that. But this is, this is what I like to call the flagship. Well, my gosh, we have over 7,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel right now. If you're listening in audio on the audio side, you can go to YouTube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe, like our videos. It all helps. You don't have to give us a super chat. Just if you like the videos and share them, it's great. Dave, and you trivia. know what? Actually, oh, can ahead. I jump in on that? And you know what? Remember, these faces, if you're watching these faces while you're driving on the highway, while you're driving to work, that could distract you. You can get a ticket. You can get in an accident. Why not download the show? It's cheap. You don't have to pay anything to download it. Just go ahead and download it to your phone and listen to it. You can do that as well. If you're on a run, you don't want to hold out YouTube and be on your run watching us because you might fall flat on your face, especially when you're watching Touchdown Under because we've got the, uh, that's our boy band from BTSC from down under. So you you don't want to be distracted by looking at those guys either. What you need to do is download it. And that helps us out too. We have great faces for radio. So it's best to take it in that way with radio, by the way. Okay. Um, Jerry Cherry Van wants a poster of you, Brian. I'm not sure what that would look like. What you were you were will you be wearing the finny pants in the poster? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know what (laughs) We, we almost have – actually, we need one more staff member to get the BTSC calendar. We can have, uh, we can have 12, 12 – did, did you count uh, Big Bro? Actually, gosh, that would – I think that, that would make I think 12. that would be 11. Well, actually, with Shannon yeah. and – yeah, we would have 12, I think. There you go. We can do <laughs> need the full spread. <laughs> that's, that's what maybe – I, uh, maybe I wear the funny pants and a Santa hat, and I'm, my birthday's in December. I'll go ahead and do that. Oh. That that might be the next thing. I want to ask you all in the live chat, would you put up a BTSC, the men of BTSC calendar? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Dave. Let's let's let me wait, get wait, to wait, this. you got a super chat. Yeah, Bern, uh, Bernardo Vasquez gives us 1690. What's R? Is that Russian? No, that's uh, got L- some Brazil. Oh. What, what is it in Brazil? Um I don't know. That's El Dudorino, who's always participating. He's a ride or die crew member. He always participates in my mailbag segment. El Dudorino on Twitter. Thank you very much, El Dudorino, which is the coolest name ever, by the way. Um, <laughs> El Dudorino. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Danford gives us four ninety nine. Are, are you guys hot, cold, or room temperature on bringing AB and Bell back together? Personal preference and cap withstanding, of course. I am. Uh, is I am very cold on that. I do not want. 
the killer bees back. I don't want to put the band back together. You know, this isn't the blues brothers or anything like that, but Brian or Dave, do you guys want to see him back? I could take one back. And if I'm taking one of them, I'm picking bell. Just uh, not pick. I'm talking of chemistry here. The one guy that's not, bell's not going to disturb the chemistry. If he's back, I would not bring them both back. And in fact, I'm oh. not bringing AB back at all. I I just I the reason I'm going to say pass, you know that uh, or no on this one is because I think everyone would think that all this the past magic would be back, and it wouldn't be. Um, I I think we would be setting ourselves up for an expectation of how things used to be, and it's not going to be that way. That's the reason I would say, you know, you, you know, you you kind of. Kind of did that once. So you're laughing about them talking about calendars. I can tell. <laughs> I am. Someone said only if it's nude. Everyone's saying yes. Oh, I didn't even see that one. Big bro, and as long as he's the centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All you know, right. The calendar's coming. <laughs> All right, Dave, go ahead and let's start trivia. Okay. Trivia, trivia, trivia. All right. Now, this is going to be uh, uh, an interesting question. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. It's gonna be about Steelers draft picks. <laughs> Shocking, um, but it's not gonna be contained just to the Steelers. What it is is right now we're looking at Steelers first round draft picks. Just the first round draft picks. We're really gonna go back since the merger. We're gonna go from 1970 because that's when it really all started, right? So, well, it really started in '69, but still. Um, Devin Bush is the last Steelers first-round draft pick. He has started 20 games in his career. Who are the five Pittsburgh Steelers draft picks who started less than 20 games, whether for the Steelers or any other team? Drafted in the first round by the Steelers, but never got to 20 starts. So even with other teams? Even with other teams. 20 starts, so not games played. Yeah, not games played. Starts. Is uh, Jarvis Jones one? No, Jarvis Jones started. He started a, 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 well, he a got lot. Hurt. He got hurt too, though. He started 35 games. Eh, not too far off. Well, yeah. the easiest one out there is uh, the unfortunate one, 1983, Gabe Rivera. Yep. Gabe Rivera, there's one. He started zero games. He played in six games, but he did not start. And he was decent in those six games, Yes, too. he was. I think I'm I'm thinking Rich actually saw one of those games. Was the one he was was the, his game he went. I can't remember. Maybe not. But no, it might have been that he didn't wasn't there, but my dad was. I can't remember. But that's one. Let me go with Dion Figures. Dion Figures. Dion Figures is actually he's at forty. I was wow. gonna say, I feel like he started more than twenty. But he's 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 in the top fifteen of the fewest starts of Steelers first round draft picks. Oh, so that's not a terrible guess. I've got two. You've got two more. Yep. Daryl Sims, Huey Richardson. Daryl Sims only started ten NFL games, and Huey Richardson started zero. Jeff, I'll give you the year. Let me give you one. Nineteen ninety six. I don't know. You are correct. <laughs> Jermaine Stevens. <laughs> 
Jermaine Stevens only started 15 games. He's the guy that Stan Saverin saw on the sideline during uh, on before a preseason game eating an entire pizza on the yeah. bench while yeah. I was working out. Well, Jermaine's eating the pizza. <laughs> My kind of guy. How many yeah. more are there? There's only one more. And the only one you were missing was someone who started 15 games, but only, uh, let's see, only th- and 13 of them were in Pittsburgh. Two of them were somewhere else. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. Let me let me throw Troy Edwards out there. I might be wrong. Ooh, Troy Edwards is just above Devin Bush. He had 22. Okay. I was going to do the cutoff at 25, so I knew Troy Edwards was there was there close. So, um, not Sean Renstra. I could give you Tom Ricketts. That would be correct. That was going to say someone from the University of Pittsburgh. I was going to guess Dick Shiner. You're going to say Dick Shiner. It was your first round pick. Yes. So that's interesting. But here's another one. Here's one that's interesting. Looking at the other end of the spectrum, there are four four first round picks that have started over 200 games. Steelers first round picks that started over 200 games. First round picks Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Um, did Pouncey get there? No, no, he wasn't. He's only played ten years. Uh, How about Troy? Well, he that Troy was only one forty two, hmm. and these are regular season games. Is and how far back is this going? Uh, to the merger. To the but, merger. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you that. Of of the you named Roethlisberger, there's Rod, three Rod, left. Rod, was Rod Woodson? Rod Woodson. Even though a lot of that wasn't with Pittsburgh. Um, how many did you say? It's four. Four. Uh, I, I wouldn't think it would be Bradshaw because of injuries. Nope, it was not Bradshaw. He played. He played 158. Franco. Uh, Franco played 162. Oof. And you know who played two more games than Franco? Casey Hampton. Oh, nice. was 164 casey hampton is he's he's ranked sixth all time of games started by first round draft picks of the pittsburgh steelers let's go mean joe green um mean joe green is not he let's see what about what about uh well lambert wasn't first round was he no he was a two i'm trying to find joe green on here where is he oh he's not since 70 brian that's why yeah Oh, he was 69. Yeah, yeah, he was drafted in 69. <laughs> That's why. This was post-merger. So, was yeah, Mel, he, he, Mel, he would have been there. Mel Blunt wasn't first round, was he? It, it was not Mel Blunt. But it, I'll, I'll, I will tell you, of the two people left, there's one of them you're not going to get, but I want you to get the other one. The other one is, is uh, is well, I was going to say is a gold jacket. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the one that, that you don't think I'm going to get. Okay. I'm going to go... 1975 Dave Brown. That is correct, and he did not play a single game for the Steelers. No, he went to the Seahawks in the uh, expansion draft, Yeah, and he's in their ring of honor. Wait, I said he didn't play a game. He did play a game for the Steelers. He didn't start a game for the Steelers. Yes. Sorry, I didn't say that right. Yes. So he played over 200 games, started, and none of them were with the Steelers. And you're saying a a gold jacket guy. A gold jacket guy. Well, Buzznutter. No, well, at least <laughs> Dick Shiner. At yeah. least he's uh, at least he's been fitted. Oh, so that if he's been fitted for a uh, gold jacket, Donnie Shell. 
Well, no, Donnie Shaw wasn't yeah, even drafted. Was my bad. I'm thinking of just players. Alan Fanica. Yeah, it would be Alan Fanica started 201 career games. Wow, good for him. Yes, but I the Dave Brown one, which is funny because if if you want to go with the fewest games started with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's at the he's he's at the top for the fewest games started with the Steelers at zero. But if you want to talk about you know most games started in the NFL, he's in the t- he's third on the Steelers list as first round draft picks. It's crazy because just because of the expansion draft and whatnot. So can, can you can you imagine though? I mean, some of those picks that were bust, the first round, like these are first round picks that aren't even making the team. Now, obviously, the one that got, you know, what was it, Gabe Rivera? Is that his name? And that's, that's different. But these players that just don't pan out, I mean, that's, that's, there's a long list of like, uh, I'm thinking of the Colbert era. I mean, he had a first round pick that's just completely fizzled. There, there's not many in the Colbert era. He's no, whiffed I mean, on some. He's whiffed on plenty of seconds. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but first I would, round. I would say, I would say, first round Colbert. Jarvis, it's it's Jarvis, Jarvis and Artie. And Artie. Jarvis, the two Artie, guys yeah. that have not had their fifth year options yeah. picked up. Yeah. Jardy, Jardy. You know, and, and unfortunately, then the biggest bust, Sanquez Golson. You know, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> you're you're never going to put him here. Just like the whole notion of Gabe Rivera, but well, Ryan Shazier only started 41 games. But I mean, that's not because it, it was a. It's not because they whiffed on the pick. It's just a super unfortunate. Right. You, you know, Ezra just brought up Ziggy Hood. Ziggy Hood had a long career in the NFL. Yeah, he did, and it started in the Super Bowl for the Steelers as well, but. Didn't uh, didn't break the bank here. Never felt he was a first round talent. He kind of yeah. reminds me of Terrell Edmonds, like he was serviceable. Yeah. Is like is he a first round talent? I don't think so. Ziggy uh, Hood had more starts than players such as Walter Abercrombie, Richard Mendenhall, Mark Malone. Mm. He has more career starts than them. So, and right now he currently has more than T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree. But of course, they're going to get more. Yeah. Good trivia. All right, let's do some final thoughts. Brian, go ahead. We expected this week to happen. We can't be surprised with anything that happened. I'm laughing. I'm not the super. Go bring it up I'm, because it's I'm, funny. Yeah. Lewis Damper gives us three ninety nine. Says I hate being only thirty during trivia. <laughs> you know, That's I up, feel Jeff. you know Jeff. I feel it. I'm thirty eight. So there you go. It's only a few years before I forget all that stuff, but that that shows what I was <laughs> doing in high school. It was yeah. black and gold, everything. Um, so um, we expected this week. You know, we knew the Steelers were going to tend to their own players. I still think there's that ace up there. It could be, like I said, it could be a hypocycloid coming out. You pull it out, throw it on the table. Here's my wild card. And that could happen. It's just, this is what you should expect for to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And we knew 21 was going to happen. 22's not going to be like that as much. This was when everything, this is when everything was going to hit. And this is what we were all bracing for. And now that it's here, I know it seemed like you lost a lot of guys this week and you had the tweets from the guys like Cam Hayward. I mean, these guys were devastated losing some of these guys that they go to war with. And they, I mean, they're Ben always calls them the band of brothers and you kind of feel that way, but we're getting through this period. They're still going to be a contending team with what they're, 
what they're going to put together. Remember, they do it more in the draft than they ever have in free agency. And that's how they build a team. And they build a team for a very long time doing it that way. But the nice thing to know that as we get through this week and next week, even if they sign one guy, they sign even nobody new, and they're only Pittsburgh Steelers that they're they're signing or bringing back, it's not a bad thing because it's guys that know the system and guys that they can go ahead and win with. These are the same guys that they went 12-4 and four with last year. So I kind of like the model that Kevin Colbert, Art Rooney, Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, that they've put together, and I'm comfortable. So this week when everybody's spending like – like drunken sailors, that's fine with me because where does that usually get them in the end? It's not what you do at the beginning of the auction. It's what you do at the end of the auction. All right, Dave, final thoughts. All right. The Steelers have a plan. They do. We might not know what it is. They have a plan. And a lot of times, you know, we're just expected to, to trust that plan. Unfortunately, this is a very different year. The Steelers have a plan. I mean, you could be playing poker and you could have a plan, but if you're sitting there with, 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 only, with, with only a pair of deuces, it doesn't matter what your plan is. You just don't have cards. So with the salary cap decrease and everything of where, they, of where all these contracts and all the free agents are all coming at one time, this was not a good combination for them. And showing optimism does not mean that, oh, you're just going to always follow the Steelers with your rose-colored glasses and stuff. No. And it's not like I'm completely optimistic that they're going to be able to have, you know, that they're going to put the best team out there in the entire NFL. But you know what? They're going to do something that they can that they think is going to give them the best chance to compete with the resources they have available. That's the best they can do right now. I'm hoping that they can do all the things that, that they would like to do and that when they actually get to the field this fall, that they can overachieve what they have. That's the hope. And I mean, and that's what we as fans should be hoping that the Steelers can, can you know, bring it together somehow. Because remember, it's not always who's got the best talent out there. It's who's playing the best football. So that's the best that we can hope for now. I know sometimes it seems dark and it seems seems gloomy, but you know what? Also, kind of like I said on the website today, you don't have to poo-poo on every single thing that happened in 2020 because the Steelers lost their playoff game. Yes, it it shouldn't have happened what happened. That, that was not acceptable. But it still doesn't mean that I can't remember having a great time watching the Steelers come back and beat the Colts at, at Jeff's house or that I can't enjoy the time that I had that I got to watch a game with my brother at his place, which I had never done at the house that he lives in now. So, I mean, it's the first, it's the first game I watched the first time I watched the Steelers game with my brother that wasn't at the stadium in probably all, you know, over 15 years. So you can still, in, you know, remember, we still enjoy our Steelers in the small moments that they give us, even though it doesn't look that great right now, but you know what? They're going to do what they can to try to put the best team out there. The best thing that we can do is hope that it does, that the plan comes together. <laughs> I can't follow those up. Those are great. I'm just going to give a selfless promotion for my show tomorrow, Friday morning. 
Um, I, if you want to hear a, a rant from me of, about the Steelers fan base, similar to what Dave did, make sure you check it out. Also, like I said earlier in the program, Chris Carter of DK Pittsburgh Sports, formerly of Behind the Steel Curtain. So in the early era of this YouTube channel, you might have heard, actually going back to blog talk radio, you heard Chris Carter with me a lot. Um, check out my Let's Ride tomorrow. He we, we do the whole second segment together. It's really good stuff. Check it out. Um, other than that, make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. Wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing, including all our morning and afternoon podcasts, as well as weekend coverage. If you're a diehard fan, there's no other place to be. So, Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. We'll see you next week for another Steelers preview. Maybe they'll have signed some new for more some more players. We'll see. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.